Hello everyone, it's Dylan from Yu-Gi-Oh! Everything, and welcome back to another episode of Voices from the Shadow Realm, the podcast where we interview the many different men and women that helped bring the Yu-Gi-Oh! franchise to life. Uh, welcome to episode 6, and I am joined by the wonderful Tara Sands. Tara, thank you so much for joining me here on the podcast. Oh, well thank you for having me. Of course, very, very honored and, and privileged to have you. For those of you that don't know, even though I'm sure most of you do, Tara voiced Mokuba Kaiba, brought uh, the younger brother of everyone's you know favorite <laughs> rival to life, uh, and voiced Bulbasaur uh, very early on, voiced some characters uh, in Jujutsu Kaisen as well, if you want to mm -hmm. talk about a more current show. Um, so I always like to start these by just allowing, and someone like you as well, I mean, your resume, I mean, you're such an accomplished voice actor over oh, I just so talk many a years. lot. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's, it's worked, it's worked. So um, I would love to um, just kind of get a, a list of all of the roles that you've played or the more notable ones. Yeah, <laughs> okay. the more notable ones. I was going to say, I, I, yeah, I don't want to bore you too much. Uh, so yeah, <laughs> uh, early, early years Pokemon, you know, I played during that time, they had us play tons of different roles on the show. It's handled a lot differently now, but I ended up playing over 50 roles on the first like eight seasons and the movies roles like Jasmine and Bulbasaur and Oddish and Clefairy and Tori and young Sammy Oak and I, I, I will not remember them all. Uh, <laughs> Yu-Gi-Oh! I played Mokuba when he wasn't kidnapped. Uh, or sometimes when he was kidnapped. Uh, <laughs> Happened a lot. Shaman, yeah, a lot. <laughs> Shaman King, uh, in the old version and the new version, I play Anna. Um, Jujutsu Kaisan, I play Udahime, Momo, and Baby Panda. Um, Hunter Hunter, Biscuit... Uh, yeah, I mean, that's a, a little overview, I a, guess. A little I don't snapshot know. <laughs> of the many, many different roles. Yeah, no, that's awesome. I mean, it, it really, it's it's so cool to me, too, because it's not just the, the big ones early on, like Yu-Gi-Oh! and Pokemon, but it's even some of the ones that, you know, have, you know, Hunter Hunter and Jujutsu Kaisen's one of the bigger ones of the last couple of years. So, um, you know. It's cool to see that, yeah. Oh, so, I'm sure, and, I'm sure. But we never know what's going to hit. I mean, I've worked on so many shows that nobody <laughs> ever watches. So Yeah, yeah, I'm sure. It's. Yeah, it's fun when they when they hit. Of course, sure. yeah. And we'll we'll get into that as well. I always like to ask, uh, you know, the channels Yu-Gi-Oh! Everything. I'm sure most people <laughs> here want to know specifically about Mokuba, and I promise we will get to that. But I also feel like it would be a disservice to not ask you some general voice acting questions sure. as well. I'm um, wearing my Kaiba Corp shirt for you, that is that That's a great shirt, you know? <laughs> I wore my, my Yu-Gi jersey when I interviewed Jonathan, and I'm not wearing any. Awesome. So I'm wearing like a generic dress shirt, so, you know. I should get one of those jerseys, though. You, okay. You, you should. I need to order I need more. I need to order more stuff for sure. Well, and speaking, of, there's so much cool merch. Um, and yeah. speaking of cool merch, because I actually ordered a four kids flashback hat that sadly oh. I'll edit it and post me wearing the hat. Hopefully, it comes before oh, the episode awesome. goes out. It didn't make it in time, so I was gonna well, have it on. I appreciate you doing that. Of That's course. really cool. Of course. And so four kids flashback. I think we we got to start there because I'm sure, sure there's a lot of people, uh, including myself. I wasn't even too familiar with this production until you had mentioned it to me. And I mean, there are, you want to talk about getting a look at behind the scenes of one of the most influential dubbing companies I'd say ever. Yeah. Um, that's what your podcast does. So talk about four kids flashback, what kind of inspired you to do it, what it is. I'd love to know more about it. And I think people watching would love to know as well. Cool. Thank you for plugging it. Uh, yeah. So I, I started this podcast. I've been going to conventions for years and, you know, 
the actors are sort of the face of all this stuff. And we, we have the privilege of meeting the fans and talking to people and, and being thanked or yelled at for things that they like or don't like. Uh, but really, there was a whole office full of people doing the majority of the work. Like, it's it's funny that I'm the one out there when when it's really all those other people that, that should be out there and getting to talk. So we're basically interviewing everyone we can who worked there over the years, um, including the actors who tend to know the least about the company. Right. <laughs> um, so, yeah, we've interviewed writers of Yu-Gi-Oh!, directors, producers, um, people in the home video department. There was, you know, a, you probably know about the Yu-Gi-Oh! Uncut DVD that was out. Uh, we yes. we inter- recently interviewed the guy whose idea that was. Uh, that that won't be out for a while, unfortunately. Um, but we're getting to, you know, also fans ask me questions that, that I just can't answer. So I'm trying to, it's fun for me to re, to see all these people from my past and to also get the fans' questions questions answered at the same time. So it's it's been really interesting. Yeah, no, that's that's awesome. And, you know, I get questions all the time as well as someone who just does content on the shows or like, mm-hmm. oh, why do you think the, the dub decided to do this? Or why do you think the dub didn't decide to do this? And I'm like, mm-hmm. I, I have no idea. That, <laughs> I, don't know. I mean, I, yeah. I didn't even work on it. And people that did work on it, they they're not even, you know, uh, certain of the answers you just kind of said. Uh, yeah, it, it's a yeah. lot of the decisions that came from from above, I, I would assume. Well, or like from standards and practices who was, you know, maybe you got someone in a bad mood that day that said. Absolutely, you can't. Ha- you cannot use that. And then the next day, they had someone more lax who would have let that slide. Or, mm. you know, they were doing all of this to just have it be allowed to be on television. Um, and so many yeah. people, they're so angry about so many things. But it's like, no, this wouldn't have been on television otherwise, and you wouldn't have gotten to be introduced to it. So, it, you know, we get that there's when you talk about four kids in general, that there's definitely a positive and negative side to all of this. And we're trying to cover all of it and be fair. No, I think and... it's great. I think it is. <laughs> and right. Every, you know, like censorship is, is the big thing, but yeah. a lot, what a lot of people don't realize. And I feel like, I feel like as a generation has gotten older, a lot of us have kind of grown to realize it's like, it's not just one person's decision or everyone's right. decision. And they've all, they all agreed with it. Like, Oh, let's cut this. It's like, well, you, sometimes you have to do that in order to get the show, as you just said, on yeah. the television, like to make it happen, you got to sometimes make decisions. And yeah. Well, it, aside from decisions, it's a law. I mean, these are laws right. that the company would have been sued for a lot of money <laughs> or whoever, you know, or the, TV station that put it on would have been sued and then subsequently, you know, th- no one wanted a lawsuit. They just wanted to entertain children. Um, yeah. So hopefully, hopefully we did that. It's well said. Oh, I think you did. I definitely think you did. <laughs> and I mean, just so four kids flashback, I'm going to link that whole podcast down below because I've listened to a couple of episodes and obviously you just talked about something you have coming out in the future. That sounds super interesting. Thank um, you. There, but the uncut DVD. Yeah, there, there are a lot of episodes that I haven't even listened to yet that I'm excited to kind of go back and listen to. And it's not just Yu-Gi-Oh, right? That's Yu-Gi-Oh, Sonic X. Oh, it's covering everything. That's everything, yeah. Ultraman. I mean, shows that everyone's forgotten, like Funky Cops and Tama and Friends. Funky Cops. What's really interesting is the amount of production that was going on there. And we cover a lot about Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, which was, you know, their foray into original uh, animation and 
it was a crazy place and time. It just that that company like exploded overnight and it was really fun to watch. That yeah. Happen. Yeah. And be a part of it in your case as well. Yeah. I mean, I mean you... a small again, a small part of it. Like we, the, <laughs> as the actors, we would just kind of go in and do our work and we, we would hang out, you know, because it was a fun place to hang out. And, you know, we had pizza fry pizza Wednesdays because when the turtles were recording. Yeah. Uh, but other than that, we I I didn't know all the things that were going on there. And it's. It is pretty cool to hear it. And also how young so many of the people working at that company were. Um, it's right. pretty astounding uh, that they, they got all this done with crazy time limits. And yeah. And what I've noticed, too, is and that's always, I think, the sign of a really good company. There's so many people that um, were working there that are are still there, like with what for with what Yu-Gi-Oh! dubbing Konami. is now. Right. Uh, right. Yeah. Right. Uh, there's a lot of people, maybe not like, you know, voice actors, but Darren Dunstan. I mean, he's still a oh, part yeah. of the Yu-Gi-Oh! dubs and he was obviously very famously Maximilian Pegasus. So that's always yeah, the, the sign writers, of a, the music. A lot of the music editors are still there. It's uh, that says something. I mean, listen, Konami is a different company than four kids. I don't want to ever say that they're the same company because it morphed and changed and right. kids is officially gone. And I, I don't ever want to, I don't, I don't, I don't know how, like, I, I know they took over the same space, but they are a different entity. Um, and things are done completely differently there now, you know? So in it, if probably for, for good, you know, in a good way, in a great way. <laughs> right. Um, and people don't stay that long at a company if they're not doing something right. So I, that's a real testament to Konami. Yeah, absolutely. Um, absolutely. Well, to just kind of swing it back to, you know, your role and, and the, <laughs> you, you know, you've, you've talked about how exciting it was to be a part of history in an anime community that like, and just the anime world where, right, it really did. I mean, it felt like it. And I think you even said this in another interview you did. I've watched a few of your interviews throughout the oh, years. No. Okay. Um, oh, no, 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 no. It was, it was good. I think you had a great quote this is from, I think, a couple months back where you said it just kind of blew up overnight. And that it like felt like that. that that's if... what it, it felt like. Right. I mean, could you like you voiced iconic characters, Mokuba, Bulbasaur. I mean, like, how did it feel being a part of that craze? And was there a moment where you knew like, oh, this is like this is massive. Yeah. I mean, it's so different than today because today you sort of through social media and all that stuff, you know, it. you feel it when you're part of something big. Mm -hmm. Back then, I mean, it was obvious because we'd see it on newspapers, like the headlines were there or TV shows would report about Pokemon, you know, the cards being banned in schools or, but <laughs> the time that I really felt it was we, uh, the first movie, was it like Mew Ver or Pokemon 2000? Yes. Uh, yeah. We had the premiere at a great old theater in New York City that's no longer there called the Ziegfeld and you know, lines around the block and the cast got to go. And and I remember just looking at my castmates and it that's when it hit me, I think. Like, I, I'll never be at a premiere at the Ziegfeld. I was like, this this could very well be the biggest thing I'm a part of. It's It was a cultural phenomenon. Um, yeah. And then, you know, and stuff with Yu-Gi-Oh! and all that stuff. Like, again, we weren't part of some of the the like I know some of the cast members did get invited to certain things, but for me that was the one thing I got to go to as an actor. So, right. and it's not obviously it's not all about that part of it. It's about the work and all that. But that was the first time I was like, "Oh, this is big." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> 
Yeah. I, I figured there was probably uh, there was a moment where it has to hit you, right? Because as you say, and a lot of people, uh, you know, maybe because we're we're older, um, don't realize that like social media wasn't always around. Oh you know? my god, no, and, nothing. And, and so there were some message boards. That was it. <laughs> right. and the oh, message god, boards yeah. were mostly for people to complain. Yes. You know, yes. they were not. The, well, that hasn't really not... changed. Tara, <laughs> that let's be changed. honest. Yeah. That's... Now, now it's just Twitter and Reddit. And, you know, that's what most of that that's is. That's <laughs> completely accurate. You're right. Yeah. That, yeah. Hasn't, that hasn't changed too much. But yeah, yeah, no, I mean, yeah. Sorry. As you were saying. No, you're so no, you're exactly right. So it would be a different <laughs> world today if if that started. Yeah. <laughs> if that was. A re- yeah. <sighs> yeah. It, it is crazy. Just the um the, the craze. Uh, I mean, it, it really, really was. I mean, so many kids that even like if you've never watched if you don't watch anime right like and there's a good amount of people that maybe don't watch anime for whatever reason you still watched those saturday morning cartoons that four kids delivered yeah. pokemon Yu-Gi-Oh, sonic x was a big one kids, for me kids didn't know they were it was anime it exactly wasn't, it yeah. almost it wasn't important it was a show they liked and yeah. Yeah. and that's they did the music right they did certain things right to get kids excited um but yeah like i it was appointment television, and I yep. I miss that today a lot. I really miss that. Yeah, that's something that's probably like probably never coming back. Unfortunately, in sports. Like, in the- yeah, I mean, sports are the only or yes. Saturday Night Live. I make sure I still watch it because I me too. It, yeah, I get the feels from yep. it. Like there's yep. something. Yeah, I know streaming services, mass releases, and yeah, I know yeah. that that's kind of outdone what we're we were used to back then for sure um another question just pertaining and then i promise guys we will get to the mokaba uh specific <laughs> questions i promise um but it, i'd be doing a disservice to so many of you if i just asked tara only experience about mokaba you know you being somebody that has been you know for so many years such at a, a high level in terms of, of voice acting um oh, i'd love i'd love to just kind of get your opinion on this so obviously you worked for some of the most um popular anime back in the early 2000s as you said um Yu-Gi-Oh and Pokemon to just name two and now you're part of Jujutsu Kaisen which mm-hmm. i think has been one of the biggest anime in the last couple of years it's one of my current favorites so um what do you think one of the biggest differences is between the dubbing world now versus when you first started back in the early 2000s yeah i mean the biggest difference to me is that the people watching the shows are also reading the manga so they're watching with in a different way like they Mm. can't wait to see their favorite scene from the manga whereas in the past it wasn't as popular or like Pokemon didn't no one the kids weren't reading a manga or the for right. the shows for the younger kids they weren't reading ahead and you know now they're I and I think it's fun like you watch Titanic you know the boat's gonna sink like I think that is a fun <laughs> way to watch a show knowing what's gonna happen and see how they make the changes yeah from the manga to the show like that just was that just wasn't talked about back then um like I know I worked on My Hero Academia and um the, you know I I auditioned I got the job and they said, "Oh, listen, we don't know if it's going to be like 3 episodes or 10 episodes. It was, you know, a really big role in the manga." And then I did the show and it was one episode and I died. I won't say who I played cuz I don't want to spoil it for oh, anyone. Okay, that was going to be my it. next question. It was season I'll, 5, I'll uh, just say that. Okay, um, that season was crazy. I mean, but, a lot a lot of so people died. <laughs> that's what's crazy is that like some people don't necessarily remember my role but they read the manga and they'll know my role from that because it was like they'll kind of 
know more about the character because of the manga. Right, right. Or the opposite happens, and it's a small role in the manga that gets blown up in the series because it just happens to work in that form, you know? Yeah, yeah. No, it, it, it's a very good point. I never really thought about that. But yeah, when you're dubbing in the early 2000s, a lot more of it is, is aimed at that younger demographic, which that was the whole goal of, of four yeah. kids. And there's not many six, seven, eight, nine-year-olds <laughs> reading, you know, reading manga. No. I mean, that's, that's just not a thing, even in today. No. Even well, today, yeah. I, yeah, but right. I think it's now an older audience that, especially a show like My Hero and JJK, I mean, they're yeah. clearly targeted for an older demographic. So, you know, it's just it's just different demographics. Yeah, it's a really, yeah. really good point. Um. Yeah, really cool insight. So, um, switching it over to Mokuba. Um, <laughs> o- obviously, <laughs> I'm sure. Poor Mokuba. <laughs> Not a good sign when the uh, uh, person who brought that character to life is saying, "Oh, poor Mokuba." Listen, well, Mokuba listen. was cool. Moka, we all we all sympathized with Mokuba. I think. I, I love Mokuba. <laughs> I love I love him. But the yeah. but they need to get him like a bodyguard. Like, how does someone that rich get kidnapped? <laughs> that often great point. um i and i love it. i mean listen i i whenever you're playing a supporting role like that you're there to serve something like so i i understand that mokuba's role was to humanize seto yes that was my function and also you know he had his own storylines and plots too but but that was really what it what his function was and i get that so it's <laughs> I mean, literally, I would love like to put a compilation together of every time I said, "Help, help, big brother, help!" Like that was that could have been I could have that could have been a whole episode right there. Yeah, like, uh, I'm yeah. sure a compilation's out there if we look hard enough. We can probably find it. Someone make that. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure someone has. <laughs> Just variations. Um, someone brought to my attention recently, and I'm I feel so dopey about this. I guess there was one because everyone referred to. Seto as Kaiba. Yes. I called, but Mokuba calls him Seto. And I guess we messed up once and I called him Kaiba. And I, I, I would love to go back and fix it. Like, is I that, don't know is how. That, in the, that, that made the show? Yeah. Someone, wow. said, someone asked me, like, is there a reason why? I was like, no, that was just a mistake. <laughs> I, I mean, it, it's not crazy. Like, I, like, some people do call siblings by their last name, I guess. But that was not. It wasn't <laughs> Mokaba. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that was, was an oversight. was not like an intentional <laughs> thing behind it. And again, you know, we were working quickly. I, that's something that they wouldn't happen today. You know, like. These these shows are done in such a more meticulous way today than the way, and again we worked hard on them, but I think we are working at a fast pace and. Yep, that's what it uh, yeah. is. Yeah, and and things slip through the cracks, but yeah, I, I was like, ooh, that that's interesting that I called him Kaiba. I'd love to know what episode that is because <laughs> I, I, I I can't. I and I've watched the dub through a couple of times. I mean, I mean, it's one little thing, you know. I, I'm sure it. it well, I'm glad you Im- didn't notice it because I didn't. No, I didn't. Good. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, and I notice a lot of a lot of things like that. Just be, and a lot of it has just been pointed out to me throughout the years. So, uh, ev- everyone watching, please comment down below what episode that's in. And if, we'll, yeah, uh, if you guys know, please tell me. Yeah, yeah. absolutely, would love to. Actually, know. don't tell me. I don't want to see my mistake. Like, well, it's not, but like, it's not, it's not your mistake, right? It's everyone's mistake. It's you know, right? It, but I feel <laughs> like as an actor, those are the kinds of things we would catch in the booth. Like, I, I'm bummed that yeah. I didn't catch it. Yeah. So that's it's all right. Fair. I mean, I'll live. It's all right. not <laughs> Yeah. I mean, it, it was only, you know, 20 years ago. So I think yeah, I, exactly. I think I think most people that I know loved your role as Mokuba. So I think oh. they can take one over. <laughs> they'll forgive there. me. Yeah, I think Thank they'll forgive you, you for yeah. calling him Kaiba once. Uh, <laughs> but that's a good yeah. challenge to everyone watching. Try if you can see if you can find that episode. <laughs> 
and and Tara, just don't read the comments because people I'm might not comment on this. Yeah, yeah, I, I usually don't either. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, Mokuba, fav- mm-hmm. I'd love to know your when you think of Mokuba, favorite moment could be an improv line, something that happened behind the scenes, character moment. Um, what's what what's your favorite thing when you think back to Mokuba? It's so funny because I, you know, listen, it's a long time ago. I forget so yeah. much of it. I think my favorite was, and I also know, not that I didn't treat it seriously, but I, I don't know that I knew how lucky we were to be working. Or again, it was another job. Like, I, I don't want to belittle it. Like, but when I got to go back and do Dark Side of Dimensions, I think I just appreciated him so much more. And like, again, he grew up. And I was able to kind of be like, oh, okay, so I have his backstory. I know, like, that to me was one of the most fun things to revisit a character after, like, 15 years. I mean, so few people ever get to do that. So yeah. I, that was so special to me. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, um, I, that actually leads perfectly into the next question because I, I, I wanted to ask you, you know, I asked Jonathan the same thing when it came to Marek, although mm-hmm. Marek was not in Dark Side of Dimensions. So, you know, right. you get you get that added dimension with Mokuba. You're done with Yu-Gi-Oh. You're still obviously very involved in voice acting. Uh, and then you get the call a decade later. Hey, they're doing a movie for the original show <laughs> and the mobile app, Duel Links, which would be a few yeah, years. Yeah, Actually, yeah. I think it was around the same time. Mm-hmm. Um, so you getting the opportunity to, to replay him. I mean, what was your thought when you heard the news? Were you excited? <laughs> like, Well, I'll, yeah. I mean, I'll go back a little because I yeah, know this please, was one of please. your other questions. So, so basically back then, you had to live in New York to record this show. Yes. Um, so when I, in like 2005, was like, I'm out of here, I knew <laughs> I had to give up the role. Um, same with like Megan Holling said when she was not able to play Mai anymore. Um, so we lost those roles on the show because of it. We knew. It, there's not, I mean, I wish there was a scandal, like, because people are like, why did you leave? And I'm like, because I moved. It was not like It so, is the most asked question when it comes so to Mokuba. Weird. Yeah, it is. Well, it, I, because today people work remotely, but right. like, that just was not, they didn't want to pay. For, they Four kids, going back to four kids, they had built these studios and they were going to use them. To, for them to pay for another studio would have been, in their minds, was, you know, not going to happen. And the fans, again, we were, it wasn't like you would go on Twitter and get backlash for this. So, right. So I moved. Carrie Karanen, who's awesome, took over for, I guess it was season five, probably. Mm-hmm. Um and then she moved to LA. <laughs> so so when it came time for for uh Dark Side of Dimensions, uh, they were like, well, if we're going to keep the original cast, we're going to have to pay for a studio. And Eric Stewart called me. He's like, "Hey, I told them to use you because again, you did the bulk of the- So that was I because I don't know if they would have just reverted back to the last actor who played it or if they would have come back, but Eric's like, "I'm I'm I'm looking out for you, little brother. Like I got you. Oh, that's very nice. Because I I yeah. had done the bulk of it. Um, so that was yeah, that it was so nice of him. I mean, maybe they would have called me anyway, but um, I was so it was so cool to just revisit it. You know, yeah, just, I'm sure. So unusual, to, and I was like, uh oh, how old is he now? Because listen, if he gets any older, I'm not going to be able to do the voice. <laughs> it's a <laughs> so, good point. It's a good that, point. Yeah. yeah. Is that voice? Is it? painful to do it all or is it not painful yeah a little bit okay because yeah. it it's sounds not, like it would be it's anything with the scratchiness right just there's a limit to how much of it i can do in a session yeah for sure. 
Because I remember I asked Jonathan the same thing. I was like, does that Maverick laugh hurt to do? He's like, very much. It yeah. is very. <laughs> and doing that, I mean, your sessions could go for, right, like all day, right? They were, it could go eight hours a day if. if. I mean, not Mokuba, but like, true, yeah, true, other yeah. roles. Uh, like yeah. Fighting Foodons was a show I did there where I did a similar voice. And that those were longer sessions. And, uh, you know, it. I was a singer in New York. And it, it definitely affected that I, my voice and I sort of. I kept singing a little bit, but I was like, you know what? I'm going to focus on the voiceover stuff because it's what's working. Right. But it also means that I have to rest my voice when I'm not using it. And, you know, it limits what else you can do. For yeah. Sure. Yeah. No, very well said. Um, yeah. I mean, one of the one of the questions I had to ask, which you already answered, you know, if, if you talk about Mokov in the dub, you can't go too many minutes without somebody saying why did why did they replace Tara what was the the deal with that I think and people really were are like flabbergasted by it because they thought you did a great job oh no it's so nice but I, yeah I, again I need a better version of that story yeah there's like, no scandal you're confirming that no and, and actually it's funny because I'm I'm gonna I think have um Megan on as well who voiced my until I think Erica Schroeder then took yeah. over um, well and Erica stayed in New York so that's why that Megan didn't come back because her counterpart was or was in New York. Right. So they the studio was paid for again. Yeah. So yeah. for me, for when Carrie and I both moved, they were like, all right, we got to suck it up and pay for a studio, <laughs> which right. I am very appreciative that they did. Yes. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So that's that's funny. So that that gives a lot of uh, good insight. <laughs> I mean, so many people. It's crazy. You read some of the the theories that people have. And it's like, well, you know, I read that. um that like they just weren't like either like satisfied with the performance or <laughs> right. or that yeah. the or like you didn't want to do it anymore. That was another one that I read when I was like looking it up today. The different like, you know, think I love pieces. that people are speculating. But, <laughs> yeah, but right. the truth is, the truth is, is again, and this all goes back to four kids. They're worth circumstances where stuff like that did happen, where they would just change an actor because they weren't happy. And True, yeah. so it's not insane for them to speculate that um, right if you listen and I don't want to spoil this because maybe she'll tell you I don't know if she'll talk about this but in the our interview with Megan Hollingshead for four kids flashback she talks about that happening on a show where suddenly like she just wasn't going in anymore and found out like oh they just replaced her and then that person got another job and then they brought her back like there was, there's a there's That's a lot of crazy. continuity stuff going on there yeah, that was yeah. just a little weird but uh so i get why why people are making up stories because there were some <laughs> real instances of that so people see it happen in the industry to to one voice actor or one actor and then it's like that this must be what happened in this case right. too and i mean right. that's what the internet is um yeah i do plan to listen to your your interview with megan and the um well, for the four you. kids podcast before <laughs> i i interview her as well um but yeah no that's that's funny so that that's definitely <laughs> something that um i think a lot of people will be interested in hearing so thank you so much setting for, the uh, record for straight sharing. setting it's the record straight guys yeah, yeah there's no there's no big juicy controversy so you know that's it's yeah. pretty much it. it it is what it is so tara you have so much experience with um so many different franchises <laughs> so many popular franchises is there anything that stands out as unique when you look back at your time in Yu-Gi-Oh specifically um i mean well, let me think. Uh, I mean, honestly, and this is so cheesy and cliche, but it's <laughs> it's the people we met along the way. Yes, I mean, the friends you made. Uh, yeah, I, <laughs> it's so much more about that to me than it is often about what we're working on because it's it's the memories of like 
running into people at the studio and being like, oh, let's go grab lunch. Or I mean, I'm still I I literally got a text from Megan five minutes before we started because <laughs> That's we said, yeah, because we send each other Christmas presents, like whatever. Like and then uh, Darren Dunstan and Susie Goldish, who was one of the engineers there, we're on a text chain and we're talking all the time. Th- these are still my friends. So, yeah, that's amazing. I, it's so much less about the show itself and about all those things that happened around the show, um, yeah. which is, I know, not a great answer for people who are listening to a Yu-Gi-Oh podcast. Well, but <laughs> it's an honest answer. Listen, I, I'd, I'd rather honest answers than, you know, good. An- I mean, that's a good answer. I think it's a very good answer. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I'm excited we're doing, I, I'm, I'm sure you know about Nostalgia this. Con, oh, right? Is Nostalgia Con, right? Nostalgia Con. I yes. mean, there's so many of us that are going to be together, yeah. and I like everybody, and that's so unusual. <laughs> right. I'm just so no, excited. No, you're right, because there's usually people that you work with where you're like, oh, I got to see this guy again. But yeah. you know, to not feel yeah. that way about um, so many people is, is amazing. It's I'm almost sure. too many, because I'm like, oh, how am I going to get time with everybody? Right, so right. It's, yeah, it's yeah. it's really cool that, that this is happening, and I hope it means that we're going to do more of them. Uh, so, yeah, so it's called NostalgiaCon. It's in, I believe, San Antonio in April, and there's like, I don't know, probably 10 at least cast members from Yu-Gi-Oh! that yeah. are going to reunite. It is May 10th, May oh, 11th, May. and May Oops. 12th. I, 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 <laughs> I'm giving bad info. No, but you're so busy. There's so much going on. That, that's why I'm here. I can, you know. Thank I can, you for fixing it. Yeah, don't worry. <laughs> um, I got you. But yeah, I, I, I think it's Mother's Day weekend. That's how I remembered it. Okay. It's that weekend. That's good. Okay, that's and, good to know. And yeah. I'm thinking like. Cause then I'm I'm so I'm going to Florida May 13th to 17th, and then I'm I'm talking to my friend. And I'm like, do I fly May 9th or the morning yes. of May 10th? Go there May 10th and fly of back May 11th. Of course you do. Oh my, it's a lot. It's not. It's it just, is a lot. It'd be a lot. But I know. But I, I the reason I'm even considering that a one day you know fly in the 10th, fly out the 11th is because I'd love the opportunity to you know meet you guys, get some. You'll be signing Funkos, autographs, I'm, everything. I'm oh yeah. yeah, yeah. I I I just don't know when it would ever. I mean, hopefully it will happen again, but. For this one specifically, there are a lot of people and yeah. not every convention is willing to fly that many people. So right. it is pretty special. Yeah, it absolutely yeah. is. And I'll, I'll, for anyone interested watching, I'll 100% link that down below. San Antonio, right by the Riverwalk, May 10th, 11th. Oh, I love 12th, Riverwalk. Right That's by right. the Riverwalk. I forgot about that. Yes. Beautiful, beautiful uh, place. So um, yeah, if you guys are interested, definitely check it out. Tara will be there along with a lot of, Jonathan will be there as well. We episode mm-hmm. five with a lot of great, um, great actors from the, uh, early days of, of Yu-Gi-Oh, which is awesome. Yeah. Um, so Tara, I always ask, this is such a, a cheesy question and it's, it's short six words. <laughs> what does Yu-Gi-Oh mean to you? Friendship. <laughs> it of does course. though. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> yeah, I, I would agree with that. Actually. That's a, that's the best answer. Not to, not to, you know, you know, rib on yeah. any of my other guests. I think that's the best answer. I've no, gotten it's, so far. it's interesting because, Again, like Mokuba wasn't part of like the inner circle of them because uh, as an outsider and then like the the brother of the of the bad guy, <laughs> I, I I sometimes feel like not left out. I mean, that's the wrong way to say it. But like, I don't necessarily feel like part of the crew. Right. You know, <laughs> um, and again, like and listen, I know Yu-Gi-Oh! Bridge. I love I I'm a, I think it's funny. I'm fine when people tell me to shut up. Um, <laughs> but right. it's. The show is about that. The show is about friendship. I love that, um, you know, Dan Green and Eric Stewart have a podcast, you know, not based on it, but like 
inspired by certain things yeah. in the show. There's great oh, yeah. messages. There's all those great messages in the show. But then I, for me, it's about, you know, Amy Birnbaum and Lisa Ortiz and all these people that I, and Wayne and Darren and Ted. And I, I, I mean, I'm going to forget names, so I'm going to stop listing them. Um, <laughs> and many more. There's so many. Jonathan, yeah. I, I'm going to stop because someone will be pissed. Um, but uh, yeah, the directors, everybody was awesome. And I mean, what's even cooler to me now is is now that I'm interviewing these people who are writing the show. Right. I didn't know them then. These are some of the greatest people. I'm so sad that I didn't know them then. These are like, there's just good people involved all around in this. So friendship, family, all that stuff that's, you know, even... Looking back at old episodes where Maddie Blaustein was still with us and right. and did some of those episodes and just the memories of all that, it's yeah, yeah. I, I and I've, again for that period of time too, I feel like that's one of the shows that you know not every not every single person was on every single show, but I think Yu Gi Oh really had tons of people it from did. four kids on it because it kept going. So yeah, yeah. Um, no, it's a great answer. And I said it to Jonathan as well. I've been very lucky as someone who just, you know, talks about the eight different Yu-Gi-Oh! anime now to have met so many people. So that many. Act- and there's so eight. many Can versions. you believe that? Yeah, there's so oh many versions. Um, and actually, I'll be live for like eight hours this coming Friday. It'll be the Whoa. past Friday uh, because we're expecting the ninth Yu-Gi-Oh! series to get announced in two days on December fifteenth, yes, we are expecting. Whoa! I mean, can you can you believe that though? I mean, we're no, we're gonna get that's not, crazy a pants. ninth show. <laughs> it's insane. I love it. I yeah, mean, it, yeah, it's super I, cool. I I asked Jonathan this, and I gotta ask you mm-hmm. as well. Um, if I I live in a crazy theoretical world when it comes to mm-hmm. Yu Gi Oh, <laughs> if a Yu Gi Oh Duel Links movie happened, yeah. would you be willing to reprise your role as Mokuba? Of course. Of course. I mean, Wonderful. listen. So we, we already got duh. two people back on. Yeah, that's great. I don't that's think any news. of I don't know any of us that wouldn't. <laughs> yeah. I, I, like, I'm trying to think if there's anyone who wouldn't do it at this point. And I don't I don't think that's... I don't think and that. But that also speaks right to how much you guys all love the, the show and you love yeah. working on it. Right. I mean, yeah, it's, it's I mean, a snap call. Yes. You know. Oh, of course. I mean, listen, there's things that like, again, now with voiceover specifically, we're um. It's it, what's tricky is we're trying to get AI protections put into everything. So I mean that would you be the to, only yeah. reason that I think people wouldn't come back is if there weren't protections in place or things like that. But yeah. aside from that, I don't know any actors who wouldn't want to be part of it. So yeah, yeah, that's amazing. Yeah. And uh, another point that I was gonna make real quick, as I said to Jonathan, I've been so lucky to meet so many of you guys, and I've never, and I honest to God mean this, I've never had any bad experience with anyone. No jerks? No jerks. Ooh. No jerks. I'd love to give. I'll I mean, think about, yeah. Yeah, who, I mean, if I you see? know someone, send me an email. I'll reach out to them. We'll try to get like, them call on. Call this and... jerk. See what they <laughs> right, say. Right, right. No, no. This person won't be great. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, Tara, I have to thank you so much for coming on. Oh, um, thank you. Is there anything, you know, the the 4Kids podcast you do, um, I will absolutely link that down below, 4Kids Flashback. Um, the Nostalgia Con, I'll link down below. I'll link any, any socials. So definitely, guys, follow Follow Tara. Uh, she's awesome. Awesome voice actress. Aww, Is there thanks, anything man. you'd like to, to say here at the end? No, just thank you. It's it's people like you that love the these properties that, you know, keep us working. So we're very appreciative. And, um, you know, the fans that are not yelling at us for the changes we made, it's nice to talk to them. <laughs> the, there is a, it's a silent majority, right? That's what they say. Most yes. people that watched it are very happy 
I think, with the product and the loud minority. So <laughs> it's fine. Listen, I'm, I can take that. it. Yes, yes. I think you have to if you're in this, you know. So that's yeah. good. It's a good, good trait to have. But anyway, Tara, thank you so much for coming on. Guys, this has been Voices from the Shadow Realm, episode six. Uh, some important links down below. Definitely go follow Tara. Follow her um, podcast as well, The Four Kids Flashback. It's awesome. Thank you all so much for watching, and I hope you have an amazing day. Take care, guys.